Live from the Midtown studios of KFNX, it's Grateful Heart Radio with your host, Rebecca Rains. Welcome to our show, everyone, and thanks for listening. This is Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show where we bring you the three E's, educate, empower, and engage. We like to bring our listeners accurate information instead of headlines and sound bites designed to simply attract attention. We want to help you make real estate and personal financial financial decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Rebecca Rains of Integrity All-Stars at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and we've been selling homes here in the Valley since 1993. We are very proud to be part of the Timely Balanced Truths Network, and we are live here every week on Mondays at 11 a.m. So if you have questions for our guests today, please feel free to call in at 602-277-5369. Today on our program, we have two fantastic guests for you. One is a reoccurring guest, Mr. Wayne Funk of Belago Homes. Good morning. Good morning, Rebecca. And the other is Don McCraw of Price Law Group. Good morning. Hey, and I've known both of these folks for a very long time. Dawn, I met probably going on, what, seven, eight years ago? I sought her out because when Wayne and I started our first subdivision together, where I was helping him sell his homes in 2013, we were in central Phoenix, and we knew that we had you know, maybe a, a target demographic that was struggling with credit. And so Dawn is coming on today to share with us her expertise, because I have never heard somebody so excited about how to help people fix credit. She's chuckling, but it's true. And, uh, you know, she actually did a PowerPoint presentation for us. We did a first-time homebuyer seminar. Gosh, you know, we're dating ourselves seven years ago. And I have yet to find anybody else who can talk about FICO scores and not put you to sleep. I mean, seriously, who who knows what a FICO score consists of? That would be Dawn. Right? With Go Clean Credit. Well, actually, she's not with Go Clean Credit anymore. Her husband owns the company, but you were the president of the company when I met you, right? Yeah, we were co-owners. And I believe the big difference between then and now is you went and got a law degree. Correct. And the reason I got the law degree was uh, because of the frustrations that I, everything that I saw when we were helping people with their credit and the roadblocks and the difficulty and how hard it was. And really the solution for me was to litigate. And so now I, I'm doing that. <laughs> now I you sound it. like an attorney yeah, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> With the litigation words. Right. Well, and the thing is, is you help people fight the big bad guys. Correct. And yeah. that means to help people get stuff off of their credit that maybe is erroneous or perhaps mm-hmm. it's just bad and you help them negotiate to get it removed, correct? Yes, yes. And I know we talked before the show started about how many people we know we give advice to and they don't take it. Kind of like talking to our kids <laughs> sometimes, right? Yes. And then they wake up and it's 2020 and the rates are phenomenal. The market is crazy. It's going gangbusters. Wayne sold out of all of his affordable houses. Well, I shouldn't say all of them because he still has some beautiful homes to sell. But the ones that are the lower price point that typically attract our first-time home buyers, mm-hmm. which is typically the market that we see that struggles with credit. Wouldn't you say? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I was hoping you could educate everybody on the things that they could do in order to fix their credit. But before we get into that... Did you guys know that today is the day that everybody calls out of work? Or actually the second <laughs> biggest day. So I was a little worried about you two showing up today. Thank you for coming on the show. And thank goodness Ariel's here because she's the one who handles all of our recordings. That said, if you guys go to Facebook, 
and you want to see what Don or Wayne or I look like, we're live on Facebook. You can also listen to us if you tell your Alexa to play 1100 AM in case you don't have a radio anymore. Well, I guess if you're listening to the radio, that would make sense that you would know how to listen, right? Um, but ultimately, what I'm hoping that everybody gets out of today's show is if you've ever struggled with credit any which way, I mean, who hasn't gone and, you know, thought they canceled their gym membership and next thing you know, you're getting a collection or, you know, went to the doctors and I'm sure mm-hmm. medical is probably one of the biggest things that you see. And, that, and then for Wayne, you know, we're selling homes currently across the valley at Belago Homes. Our, our price point out in surprise is currently sold out and you're still building a lot of homes. Yeah, unless we have a cancellation, we're sold out out there. And that's because it's under 300000 and that's our first-time home buyers. Right. And, you know, it was just an incredible amount of uh, uh, people wanting in that price range. Like, we sold out, like, faster than we thought was possible. Yeah, the first go-around a few years ago, it took us quite a bit longer. The market wasn't what it is today. And in, when we're speaking about the market today, I was sharing with these guys, I had four listings go live last week. All of them are currently with multiple offers. They're the ones that are under 250. And it was insane. One house, I actually had 40 showings on on Saturday. It was located in Gilbert, mm-hmm. priced at 259. And I, I've never had that many showings on a listing before. So it just goes to show you that the market's hot, the interest rates are low, the demand is high, the supply is low. And for Wayne, would you share with us, Wayne, why it's so hard to find affordable brand new homes today? Well, we've run out of most of the finished lots in all of Arizona. There's just a few pockets that have finished lots from pre- previous to the downturn, and and those have lower prices on them, and, and it costs more to develop lots, like three times as much as it did before the downturn, and so it's just going to start costing more now. Why is that? Um, you know, most of the companies that sell asphalt make it in concrete, Let's say there were 10 and now there's three. I'm pretty sure they talk to each other. Oh, and, um, <laughs> I, you know, price fixing is that? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know that what you can do about it. We also have a shortage of labor force. And so those numbers are pushed up. What's creating some affordability is still our low interest rates. And that's why there's a demand. And when you look at it, I mean, you can still finance stuff and get a really low payment as if the prices were much lower just because of the interest rate. And that might not be repeatable. In some time in the future. It's lower than we've ever seen before and frankly kind of awesome. It's super awesome because that makes it for the people who already own a home, the option to maybe sell the first home they bought and move up. Now with that move up buyers might actually need some of your advice, Don, because move up buyers are actually at a whole nother level for where they need to be financially. That means what their credit needs to look like. So if somebody is looking to buy a five hundred and plus thousand dollar home, a half a million dollar home, a five eighty credit score is not going to cut it. No, but they no. could possibly get in on an FHA loan, first time home buyer under three hundred, which is most of our renters. But oh my goodness, have you guys looked at what rentals are costing these days? Yeah, and I'm sure you probably see that yeah. a lot with Go Clean Credit, correct? Yeah, very expensive. I'm more expensive than owning except for the down payment part. <laughs> right, so, yeah. right, right, right. And, and you know, the down payments, there are down payment assistance programs. One of my lender who comes on here often, I'll keep him nameless, even though he's going to be on next week. He's not a huge fan because the rates are actually higher on those down payment assistance mm. programs. But what we're going to do in the next segment is I want I, I want Dawn to dive deep into defining what the FICO score actually, how it's built. Because I think for most people, they don't understand that... 
okay, I had a gl- I had a glimp on my credit. Maybe I ran up all my credit cards. You know, what are those things? How do they really affect you? You know, if all my credit cards are maxed, isn't that almost as bad as having a collection done? Uh, it's not quite, but it can definitely be 40 to 50 points. 40 to 50 points yeah, is if a you big maximal. deal. And it's crazy because you could pay off a mortgage or mm-hmm. pay off a car loan. Your score might go up five five points, maybe 10. Um, not much, really. And But if you have a $500 credit card and you pay off that balance and you're max, you know, maybe you're maxed out, that could be 50 points. It just, that yeah, is huge. And that's the kind of advice. Revolving. It's revolving credit that the score is very heavily weighted around the revolving credit. And, and that's the kind of advice would be instrumental for somebody who's maybe going to move up to one of your beautiful homes, Wayne, that you have at White Wing. Um, you know, somebody who, you know, maybe is at that 680, 700 and they need to get to a 720 to qualify for a beautiful home with an RV garage and acreage and everything else that Wayne offers out there. Now, I know uh, we're going to need to take a break and run some commercials and pay some bills here. So when we come back, I'm going to have – it is it is exciting stuff, guys. I promise you. We're going to we're gonna have Don educate us on what we can do to get our own credit scores up so we can get the home of our dreams. If you just joined us, you are listening to Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. This is Grateful Heart radio motivational arizona real estate and business show we are here every monday at 11 come back and join us after the break guys or selling your home? Experience matters when it comes to what may be the biggest investment of your life. Rebecca Rains has been selling real estate full-time for more than a quarter of a century. Her track record is proven, so come see why all of her clients rave about her services. Whether it's your first home or possibly your last, you owe it to yourself to call a true professional. 480-243-4242 or visit IntegrityAllStars.com. Experience matters. IntegrityAllStars.com. We want to welcome you back. I am Rebecca Raines, and you're listening to Independent Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX, 1100 AM. Just a reminder, guys, I've got a fabulous attorney here. She doesn't even look like an attorney. Or what do attorneys look like? That t- helps people fix their credit, get their scores higher. And I love the company that her husband represents that she used to work for, Go Clean Credit, because... Being in real estate for 26 years, I've come across a ton of different credit repair companies, Don, and a lot of them just want to do that monthly fee and sign me up. And to me, they seem kind of like scams. Can you explain to me what GoClean does a little different than what maybe a lot of people have heard for that 30 or $40 a month they can pay to fix their credit? Yeah, so... uh Primarily, I think the, the upfront is really important. So it's doing a deep dive, uh, of everything that's reporting on the credit, understanding, uh, what the story is. <laughs> understanding <laughs> the story, understanding, um, a lot of times there's errors. There's errors on, depending on the study you look at, anywhere between 25 and 80% of credit reports have errors on them. And those errors could be anything from, dates that are wrong that are and all these things affect your scores because everything that's on your credit is affecting your scores 
you know, in some ways. Now, FICO score, is it the same for buying a house as it is for buying a car? Absolutely not. Okay, because, <laughs> no. you know, a lot of people go car shopping. They're like, woohoo, I got a 730. And then right. we run their credit on the mortgage side of things and see that maybe they have a 675. So there are around uh, close to 100 FICO scores right now that are in use. Yeah, okay. close to 100. Um, there is only... And and those algorithms um, vary by the type of credit you're getting. So if you're getting a car, it's going to weight your car history more. If you're getting a credit card, it's going to weight the credit card. If you're getting a mortgage, it's have more heavily on the mortgage. I had no idea, and that yeah. makes so much sense. You know, I tell people all the time that, you know, they like to give credit to people who don't need credit. Would that be a fair statement? Um, they like to, I think they like to give credit to everybody. So, um, the people who, who don't need credit, that's true because their scores are already high and they're trying to entice them obviously to spend more money on credit cards. Right. So, because at the end of the day, they make a lot of money, those banks on all of our interest, right? Absolutely. And that's mm-hmm. where I know from your bio, a big part of what you do day in, day out today is a little bit different than when you were working mm-hmm. at Go Clean Credit Direct before you became an attorney and you're an advocate for consumers. Yes. Now, I wanted to save that special information for the next segment because I really need you to get into this. Okay. So if somebody wants to go buy a house, what are the things that they can do themselves and what are the things that you do? Because, you know, when we met, I didn't want to just take your word for it. Mm-hmm. I actually gave you a guinea pig, somebody who worked for me, who was trying to buy her first house, and she had a whole bunch of stuff that needed mm-hmm. to be corrected. She had a lot of, yeah, she did have a lot. I think it was 19 derogatories, and mm-hmm. there was one upfront fee. That's what I liked about it. It wasn't a monthly service. Mm-hmm. So as her boss, I, I paid for that monthly fee or that upfront fee mm-hmm. to help her get into her first house. And you were amazing. It took about three months, and she was living in her first home, and that was awesome. Yeah, it, it, um, so I guess the first thing I'm going to, I'm going to back up for a moment and talk about the scores because it's really important that people understand that there is only, of those hundred algorithms that are FICO, there's only one that is your mortgage score. One out of all those 100 scores. Plus, there's another set of hundreds of scores that we call FACO, which are the FACO, FACO scores are, are anything that's not FICO. It's, okay. It's FACO. So, uh, Vantage score 3.0, for example. There are other scores that are made up by different, um, by the bureaus and by other, um, entities, entities, credit reporting agencies. So people go on credit karma and then they say, I have a 700. Then they go to apply for a mortgage and they say, wait a minute, why do I have a 550? And it's because the algorithms are completely different and you cannot just rely on when whatever your can't rely credit on credit karma. Yeah. Or, or whatever credit monitoring you're on. And even if it says it's FICO, though, all the consumer scores are a different, they're FICO eight. The, the score that is being used for mortgages was created in 2004. So it's a very old score. It's kind of, it punishes people unfairly. So for example, if you have a collection on your credit report and you say, well, I'm going to pay that collection, it will often make your score drop. So you when have you to pay be off very, a collection. Off, often it does. Like it's counterintuitive, it's counterintuitive, but what happens is the way the score works, it is going to weight the, the timing rather than and that's also where you were saying not to close accounts right because that can hurt your score and then if you like max out your credit cards that hurts you worse yes so i know you have like on that powerpoint presentation Mm -hmm. you had it kind of built out to like 30 percent this 30 percent that um do you remember or can you share with Mm -hmm. us what so your score what for mortgages if you can get a 720 
you're going to get the best rate out there. So 720 mm-hmm. and above, you know, you guys are going to get, like, if it's going at 3%, 3.5, you are going to get that all day long. If you have a 580, you may not even find a loan. And if right. you have something in the middle, then the, the lender can get with you about what that looks like. So everybody should try to get a 720 or above. How do they do that? Well, so 35% of your score, and this is, again, the, I'm talking only about mortgages. This is only about that FICO algorithm from 2004. Um, it's made up of your payment history. So 30, So it is the biggest component, but it's not all of your score. So payment history is 35%. That's going to be collections, charge-offs, late payments. All of those things can dramatically affect that. But there are other parts of your score that you can obviously also work on that mm-hmm. can help you. So um, the amounts owed, this is this is a big lever that you can use to kind of manipulate your score. Um, 30% of your score is based on the basically the overall, the balances that you have divided by the credit limit. Okay. okay. So let's say, just for math, making mm-hmm. it easy, your credit limit's 1000 bucks, Right. And you owe 999 Yeah, that's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and remember that the, that your credit report on the, it's, it's a snapshot. Right. It's the day that you are pulling it. So if you had $999 you owed today, you pay that off and it, and you have to make sure that it reports. It has to get reported. There's a little time lag there. Mm-hmm. But once it reports to the bureaus, now you're at zero. Your score can, can change a hundred points. So you can swing it a hundred points. If you have a credit, credit card with a thousand dollar limit and every month you pay it off in full, how does that help your credit? I'm assuming it helps. It helps your credit. So again, though, it's a snapshot. So now they have the trended, um, the, the trending that will show. So it's going to show that every month you pay it off. Mm-hmm. That trending is really for a loan officer to look at. It doesn't get factored into your score. Okay. Until FICO 10. So, so. Are you saying there's a new FICO there's coming? There's a new FICO coming oh my this goodness. summer, which is FICO 10. However, uh, there was FICO 8, there was FICO 9, now there's FICO 10. None of those have been adopted by Fannie and Freddie, so the only one that's is being the used is the 2004. FICO 10 would make some wonderful changes, I think, for um, the mortgage industry. For the mortgage industry, it will weight the medical collections. And FICO 8 and uh, 9, well, actually, FICO 9 does this also. It weights medical collections um, less harshly. Okay. Um a paid medical collection or a paid collection would have no impact impact on your score. Now a paid collection has just as much impact on your score as an open collection, which makes no sense, but that's the way it is. So are you saying people shouldn't pay their collections? No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. Um, I would say that if you are going to pay, especially with medical collections, uh-huh. you can often negotiate deletion, uh-huh. and usually you'll have to pay the full amount. Okay. But if you get the deletion, that can hugely impact your score. Okay. Okay, positively, obviously. So collections are bad, and if you're going to pay them, probably get some guidance from somebody to help them negotiate to maybe have them removed from the report altogether. Correct. Yeah. And, and they, the banks do that? Oh, yeah. Well, it's not the banks. Usually it's not going to be a, a, a bank. That will be a charge-off reporting, but a collection is when it's gone to a third-party collection agency. Okay, so that's the difference. And so a lot of times they will negotiate that, not always. So if, if they're going to get some money, that might entice them a little bit mm-hmm. to work with you to help soften that. Because if I want to help them buy a house from Wayne, for example, over at Belago Homes, 
right now we have some beautiful homes, but they're not necessarily for the first time home buyer. Mm-hmm. So like FHA, you can have a credit score in the low 600s and still get a home. For conventional, 5% down, they're wanting to see at 720 or above. So for somebody who's got a, say, 680, that's just right on that cusp, what kind of advice would you give them? We only have a couple minutes. We have to take yeah. a break. But when we come back, I want you to answer that if you don't get through your whole answer right now. Okay. Um, so we talked about the balances. That is a huge lever. Uh-huh. So, But let's say your balances are already low and you can't find anything else. You can't. You don't see a pay-for-delete that you can do for a collection. One thing that you can do that could have a very dramatic increase of your score is an authorized user. Ooh, that's so the trick of the trade. That is very much so. Um, the Bureau's don't like it, but it definitely um, has on this mortgage algorithm a huge impact. I've seen 120 points for a really good authorized user. So let's explain to our audience what you mean by that. Uh oh, I guess we have to take a break. So when you come back, you're going to explain what you mean by that because I know I did it for my kid and her credit's really good right now because I did that for her. So we're going to go pay some bills, come back, and you guys will find out the answer to that question. Thank you, Don. We want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Rains again, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona real estate and business show on Independent Talk, KFNX. Hey, before we went on break... I was getting into the discussion with Don, like if somebody's right on the border and the cusp of how to get their score up just enough so they can get that house of their dreams from Wayne Funk over at Belago Homes, she came up with something called authorized user. And I know most people out there listening may not know what in the world we're talking about. So I want her to explain better how that can help somebody and what she meant by that. Okay, so an authorized user is basically... Uh, let's say that you have a family member that has a really good credit or a friend doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a family member and uh, they have a 20 year old credit card that has a $10,000 credit limit. You have maybe a couple collections and okay, very, you know, not a lot of positive credit. And your credit cards are at $999. Yeah, they're, you're maxed for your $1,000 right. credit limit. Okay. Right. Okay. But so, so let's say they have great credit, so they pay their, pay it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not, the balance is not high. If they add you as an authorized user, they have the card sent to them. Right. So, so, the, so you never get the card. You never get to go actually spend their credit. No. no but you benefit how? Because that account will now report on your credit, and as soon as it reports on your credit, it becomes your credit. So, for example, a kid may be buying their first house, mm-hmm. and we were, I was sharing my daughter wants to buy her first house, and her boyfriend that she's looking at maybe buying a house with has no credit. Right. And I was suggesting to her to throw him on her credit cards. Mm-hmm. For the same exact reason. And you told me that no credit's the same as? Bad credit. Yeah. So you may as well have horrible credit if you have no credit, which is hard. So because nobody wants to loan you money if you've never borrowed money and proven you can repay it. Right. And then you gave the story of somebody who's 75 years old. What do they do? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we, we had a client. He's 75 years old. He comes in and he 
essentially had no score. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't even calculate a score because he had a couple collections, and he had closed his accounts over his lifetime, closed his positive accounts. Which seems fiscally responsible, <laughs> folks. I get why you want to close right. those up because you're like, I don't want to touch that again. I don't want the temptation. Right, right. But, uh, but what happens is FICO does not use your age in the score calculation. Okay. What it's using as a proxy for your age is the length of your credit history. So you decide to be fiscally responsible, pay cash for everything. You may as well have bad credit because after how many years does your credit history well, go away? The, it'll, it's 10 years after you close a good account, and mm-hmm. it's seven years after a charge-off or a collection that will, they will come off your credit report. Eventually, like with this man, um, he had no credit. So he had maybe two years of credit history. Uh-huh. So the way FICO would look at him is as though he's a 20-year-old. Right? So as like a, like a kid, like a just kid starting all that over. doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Because he didn't just let that American Express just sit there indefinitely and just and not keep use paying it. it. Or, or use it every, maybe twice a year. Yeah, like I try to, to keep it alive. I try to use my Kohl's <laughs> a couple times a year just for yeah. that same purpose because I do like to pay off my credit cards every month. Which is awesome. Well, I, I like thing. the miles because my daughter does live out of state, mm-hmm. so I like to fly when I can and use miles. But it wasn't, it really just to help build my score up higher. Yes, and and that's a great thing. And the thing with an authorized user, it's going to add also the credit. It's going to add the credit limit, right? So now that person who had the maxed out credit card that was a thousand dollars now has just added ten thousand dollars of credit limit on top of that. Now the balance looks pretty small. That they only owe a thousand on maybe ten thousand. Yeah, and ten percent is the magic number. If you can, the maximum to increase your score in that category of uh-huh. the revolving credit, ten percent. You hear 30% all the time. That's not... It's really 10. It's really 10. So on that $1,000 credit card limit, you only want to spend or have carrying over 100 bucks. Correct. Correct. Because then, it's not... Yeah. You're, you're going to lose points. You mm-hmm. know, you'll lose more points if it's at 20% than you will if it's at 10. You'll lose more points if it's at 80%, right? Okay. It just kind of notches up. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. So let's talk... Um, there's more categories on that mm-hmm. pie chart. I'm eyeballing over there across yeah. the table. So we talked. We we hit a couple already. Yeah, the length of your credit history, mm-hmm. which which we did talk about, where an authorized user can add a pretty big impact if you have a really old account. So if you have mom and dad, girlfriend, boyfriend, somebody who trusts you or likes you at least yeah. enough to try to help you <laughs> out, least. right? Because yeah. And it won't impact their score at all. And and, you, and you can make sure you hang on to that credit card so they can't borrow it and mm-hmm. actually run the credit. But if you want to help somebody out, that's a beautiful way to help somebody establish or get good credit history. Yeah, absolutely. And if that means they can kind of leverage them and get them into that next level FICO score that allows them to buy maybe a nicer home than they're in today, that's huge. And, and again, that is for the FICO mortgage score. Other scores will not take into account the authorized user. But they will for this. But they will for your mortgage. Okay, so what mm-hmm. are there some of the other categories? Um, so the types of credit, um, the, the mix of your credit history mm-hmm. uh, will indicate how sophisticated of a of a buyer you are right if you have a mortgage you're going to like the somebody with an 800 fico score will have a mortgage okay so you can't even get to 800 unless you own a home that's yeah. another benefit people to <laughs> buying houses just staying out there okay yeah. so you can't get that 800 yeah. dream fico score without owning a home what else right. is it so probably uh, so it's it's basically having a car loan a car loan is so 
people with just credit cards, just a small revolving accounts of $500, they're going to have a decent score, you know, assuming they have no negatives. But again, they're not going to be a FICO high achiever. They're not going to be like above. So you're saying to finance your vehicle. So it's it, you actually, it's kind of good to have a car loan. Yeah, but you could put down 50%, 80% and then just have a small car loan. But right? as long as it's a car loan that looks different on your credit report than a different. credit mm-hmm. card. Correct. Okay. And then probably not having 30 credit cards, I'm guessing. The uh, the most you want to have is probably on the order of six. Six credit cards. Yeah. Okay. That would, that's a, not a bad, and then, and that would even be a mix of store credit cards mm-hmm. and like a Visa, a Visa MasterCard, MasterCard, a bank card. Thing. Correct. Okay. So maybe a couple of shopping things that you spend on payoff, you know, maybe use it a couple times a year, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Are there any other categories on your magic chart over there? There, there is new credit. So with new credit, that is basically what's called a hard inquiry. So, um, 10% of your score is made up of how often you're applying for credit. And the more often, the worse it is. So I remember back in my college days. Wayne, did you go to ASU? No, you went to BYU, right? No, I did not. Either one. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> well, I remember running around on campus, and they had all these little tents all across yeah. campus with mm-hmm. free this, free that, and free everything. Just apply here. Mm-hmm. And I think at one point, I was like that young, stupid kid. And I had credit cards from everybody because I was like, you know, getting sucked into these free booth things. Uh, I don't, I, I've, I've come a long way over the years. Well, and they do it now, right? You go to Target and they're, oh, you can get a Target credit card. Oh, yeah. Only if there's a place that you shop out all, all the time mm-hmm. and you feel like there's a benefit and you want to keep that card open forever. Mm-hmm. By all means, do that, but don't do it to get twenty percent off your purchase that day. Yeah, it's just not <laughs> do worth not it. Do not do that. And, and you know, we already are going to have to take another break. But really quick before we go, one thing I do want to hit on is that um, on break we talked uh, we talked about. Oh my gosh, Don, remind me. What did we talk about? That um, don't just run out and get a secured credit card. Oh, secured card. That's kind yeah. of a big deal because a lot of times the mortgage lenders tell people, hey, you need to run down and get a Home Depot card or run mm-hmm. down and get something that reports fast. And, and that is a good idea, but for people that have no credit score, it's mm-hmm. not calculating. There's a six month, it, it's going to take six months for that secured card to now really impact their score to where it'll calculate. So when, I, when I'm saying secured card, can you explain to our audience what I mean mm-hmm. by that? So a secure card is different than an unsecured card. So mm-hmm. secure card Whatever your credit limit is, you're going to have to put that down as a deposit. You want a $200 credit limit, you're going to give them $200. You don't get that money back. And that's back. usually a really high interest rate too, isn't it? Um, it depends. There are some decent secure credit cards out there. So, okay. Um, but I will say um, you're not going to get that money back probably for a year or two later. Okay. So you just have to look at that as a savings the account. cost of, yeah. It's and like their fees account. and their fees. It's just a cost of establishing your yeah, credit. Right. If you don't have somebody nice enough to maybe throw you on as and, an AU. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. AU, authorized again, that's user, authorized sorry. user. It's okay. <laughs> you know, I just want to make sure we kind of bring it down to everybody's level so they all understand it. And it looks like we already have to go on another break. This goes away too fast. I told you guys, this is some fascinating stuff here. And uh, we'll be back here in a moment after we pay some bills. Come back and listen. We 
want to welcome you back. I'm Rebecca Raines, and you are listening to Grateful Heart Radio, motivational Arizona and business show. Hey, guys, this is your last chance. If you have any questions about your own credit report, you ought to call in because Don McCraw is the one person I trust to give the right kind of advice. I've known her for years, and she's helped one of my own get in a position to buy a house. And it's really important because if you stick your head in the sand, guys, and again, the phone number is 602-277-5369. If you stick your head in the sand, you're going to wake up and find, oh, my gosh, I can't even afford a house anymore. To my point, I've got some real estate stats here. The average sales price today, $365,000 in the Valley. A year ago, the average sales price was 326000 It's gone up forty grand in one year. The year before, we were at 315000 So a house that you could have bought two years ago today was 315000 Today it's three sixty-five. That's fifty grand difference. Am I doing my math right? I think I could add. But regardless, that's a big deal, right? And so if you don't stay on top of your credit, you're not going to find yourself in a position to buy a house, which we just learned is actually really good for your credit. You won't ever have even the chance to get an 800 FICO score unless you have a mortgage on your credit history, right, Don? Yes. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and I did say that she should probably tell everybody how they can find her if they want her help with fixing credit. And there's other things that Don does as an attorney now. Let's hear about it, Don. Okay, so uh, there's pretty much three areas of law that I focus on. One is Fair Credit Reporting Act, so that's anything to do with your credit report um, or credit issues. Um, and that's I, where the itinerary letters help because that yes. helps make the banks remove stuff that's wrong. Yeah, I do a lot of demand letters, but I primarily litigate. Okay. So I sue them all. <laughs> so I want to hear some of those stories, but I don't know if we have enough time. Um, okay, so I can, let's see, there's one I, I have about, 50 cases right now. So I've got a lot of cases going on. Um, but one I think is kind of interesting because it happens a lot in Arizona. So there's, um, foreclosures that right. happen and people Trusty still have, here. yes. And people still have those reporting on their credit. Mm-hmm. And in Arizona, we're an anti-deficiency state as Correct. you well know. Yeah. So if it's a purchase money mortgage, in other words, you used the money that you lo- borrowed to buy, to the, buy house. the house, right. not to go on vacation or remodel or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, that's what you used it for. A purchase money mortgage means that whatever they got at the auction, if there was a deficiency balance, so they got less at the auction than what you owed. It goes back to them. It, oh, yes, it goes back, if, depending on the insurance and mm-hmm. other issues that they have. But um, it is not supposed to report to your credit. So... People will say, um, well, we have banks that tell us, wait a minute, it's accurate because this is the amount that they still owe, but they don't owe it. There's um, Because our law here in Arizona is different than a lot of other well, states. Well, so not only because of the anti-deficiency law, but because of the Ninth Circuit, there's a case called um, uh, Gorman v. Wolpoff that basically says that even if something is technically accurate, mm-hmm. it can still be inaccurate under the FCRA because it is materially misleading. Okay. And reporting that deficiency balance is materially misleading. So do they typically um, shake in their boots when they get a demand letter from you, Don? How's that process work? Uh, I think I think the lawsuit <laughs> is the most effective. Right. And <laughs> we... Uh, and, and we're very good at what we do. So Okay, so that's one aspect. And you had a couple more categories of things that you help consumers with today. Yeah, so also Fair Debt Collection Practices Act. So these are all the things that these um, collection agencies and debt buyers, so there's this whole world of junk debt buyers mm-hmm. that will buy things for 
five cents, cents on, on the dollar. dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, we sue them for a lot of violations under that law. Okay. Um, so that's where they're, they're writing you letters to collect on debt that you don't owe. Or they're or harassing Harassing. You. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of, a whole broad set of issues there. Um, the other thing I uh, litigate on is robocalls. So under Telephone Consumer Protection Act, uh, it can be from telemarketing or it can be from uh, collection agencies. Mostly we deal with uh, collectors. So um, so if, if you're, somebody's harassing you and you need help from Don, where do they find you, Don? So I'm at um, Price Law Group is where I work, which is in Scottsdale. Okay. Um, and I guess I'll just give my phone number, sure. which is... Um, it's actually a California number, but it's 818-600-5585. Okay, very good. And, of course, you can go to our blog. You can go to Grateful Heart TV on Facebook or our website, and we will be posting all your contact information. Besides that, Go Clean Credit, your husband currently is the operator of that entity, mm-hmm. and I completely endorse them. I think they're amazing people over there. How can they get a hold of Go Clean Credit? Just on the website? On the website, gocleancredit.com. Perfect. And then going back to Wayne, because Wayne's got some beautiful homes that we're selling. None of them are in the, unfortunately today for us, in the most affordable cities in Arizona. So I'm going to run the top or the lowest, least expensive homes in Arizona. Number one being Coolidge and number two being Arizona City. Maricopa, the city of Maricopa, Casa Grande, Florence, Tolson, Levine. Actually, you are in Levine, although I think we just sold out of Levine too, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, everybody's looking for those affordable houses right now. Tonopah, Avondale, Waddell, and those are the lowest, most or least expensive homes in the area. So if you're trying to get your first home, you might want to think about buying in one of those cities unless, you know, you're one of those buyers that want to move up into one of Wayne's beautiful homes. Wayne, you're over at White Wing. Yeah, so White Wing might be our most affordable upscale homes in the valley. They're on acre lots. Out in Santan Valley off of Gary Road, south of Hunt Highway, up in, they have like a little mountain range all the way around, kind of a little valley up there. And uh, we have a model home built. Um, we have three different plans with structural options they can do with casitas. Um, they have optional um, fourth bedroom guest suites, fifth bedrooms, so forth. And you also build pools, and your pool out there is just phenomenal with that swing that swings above it. Yeah, it's got like a little ramada that is over the pool that has some uh, water features that come off the posts, and it has a swing hanging queen bed or something in it. That's pretty amazing. And then you're also out at Superstition Mountain. So out at Superstition Mountain, it's kind of a, um, it's 36 holes of golf, has a $20 million clubhouse. They have tennis, they have pools, they have just about everything you can Think of. And you're including the initiation fee, which is pretty special. Yeah, so they can get a, um, a of either a golf membership or a social membership in with their purchase with us. They can choose within the first year. They can start off with a social and then change to the golf membership, the fee for the golf membership. They still have to pay the monthly fees for the social or the, mem- or the uh, golf membership. One thing I love about Wayne's homes that he builds are they are just beautiful. You use some really gorgeous exterior elevation materials. Can you share some of that with us? So we have um, some um, really nice windows on the outside right now. We're using Pella and Sierra Pacific, maybe Anderson also. But um, uh, we have real um, synthetic. Stone. Yes, can, some Cantera stone inside that's standard. We have stone and brick on the out- exteriors of the homes. Um, we have boosted roof tiles. It's 
kind of a Spanish kind of a flair. And these have motor courtyards that have large pavers in them, and then it has a giant trellis in the middle for their uh, guest parking. Um, they're kind of smaller lots. They're very close to the clubhouse. A lot of them have some pretty amazing golf views. And just an incredible, um, when you drive into this, it's a tree-lined street oh, that goes up so past gorgeous. the clubhouse. It's pretty. And it's guard-gated as well. So yeah. it's really great for lock and leave uh, people who maybe aren't here year-round. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've never been out there, it's some of the prettier um, mountain ranges in Arizona with the, its Superstition Mountains as their backdrop. They have a private course out there called the Dinosaur Course if you haven't played golf before. That's got to be one of the most scenic ones out there in, in the state. Well, I love Belago Homes. You can go check them out at BelagoHomes.com. Those two communities are actively selling in Superstition Mountain area off of kind of out there by the Renaissance Festival is probably to kind of give everybody an idea. And then White Wing at Magma Ranch is down south in Santan Valley. And it's really not that far away with that new freeway loop. So both of them are fantastic communities. From the 400s. From the 400s. And Wayne still has open communities in Surprise, in Levine, all across the valley. So definitely check him out at VelagoHomes.com. What a great show, you guys. I have been waiting forever for Don to get on here. We had a snafu a couple weeks ago, and I'm so glad you made it on. I want to thank Chet, our technical engineer, and Ariel once again. Great job with all the videography, even though you just let our battery die on Facebook Live. I'll forgive you for that one. Um, if you've been listening to Grateful Heart Radio on Independent Talk 1100 KFNX, next week we will have another fantastic hour for you. Our guest will be Joe Smith with Epic Mortgage, Rob Sell with Home Inspections, and Bernadette Espinosa with Lawyer's Title. In the meantime, check us out at Grateful Heart TV, guys. I want